I believe in you. You can do it. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> also, I just realized I missed the black t-shirt memo. That's probably what you were talking about a couple minutes ago. What was we're kind of about? we're kind of in a color scheme right now, though. <laughs> yeah, black, white, and black red. Hat. What's yeah, up? it's good because I have like That's Nick's right. got the lighter walls, darker shirt. I've got the darker walls. Yeah, it's kind of it's all coming together. That's what's up. That's how we roll. <laughs> we are think we professionals. Should, uh, I don't think we should even do like an intro, like a formal intro. I think we just go <laughs> right into it. I love it. Yeah. We don't need an intro. Yeah, so let's get let's get this thing started. Sweet. Hey, so what, Paul, what kind of mic are you using there? I have a uh, AKG Perception One Twenty. Nice. I'm okay. testing different mics right now. Next on the list is a Sennheiser Eight Thirty Five, which I use a lot for like recording vocals and stuff. I haven't used it sure. for like podcasting yet, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I know it looks fancy. I bought it for fifty bucks off a friend, so it's cool. Well, I'm I'm using the Nine Thirty Five, the Sennheiser, which is a, like my stage microphone. So I have, good. Like, I have a few production mics at my job, but I can't, you know, like I wanted to make it a point to only use like stuff I actually own for this. I feel that. So yeah. it was a little, uh, little rough. The Nick Skull Pierce Candy inked yeah. headphones. Yeah. 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 On, uh, it's hard to get things shipped on time, right? Yeah, with the. Yeah. Everything's on order. I've got mics and everything. I just like uh, the, the MacBook that I've got doesn't have any kind of input other than Thunderbolt. And they don't I make think, XLR to Thunderbolt. <laughs> I think you have, personally, I think of the of the two brothers. I was going to speak for all of us. I think Paul actually has the most microphones. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> for the Alexanders, I think Nick is the microphone <laughs> collector there. I've got like the the two. I've got the one you got me, and then this one. Yeah, I've got two SM58s. I've got a PG48, and then I've got that 609 that I use in my guitar cab. I hope this whole podcast is just us bragging about what gear we have. We should, be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, we could do that. We could. Gear's sure. important, you know. Gear's well, important. Zach's got think, that T sixty hanging in the background there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I always. This is my. I'm just working on my home office here. T sixty in the back. I've got the Alvarez that I'm working on refinishing here. Which Ooh. that's none of those are expensive. But then I always keep this, and no one's noticed or said anything yet. People will now. Right here, I keep it on my message board. We are the okay. Which I saw like, that in uh, your video from earlier today, yeah. your cover video, and I was like, that's so cool. It's um, it's one of those things. It's kind of it's lame to point it out, which I've just done. But uh, <laughs> I was actually going to sell that light board, but uh, Taylor uh, has an attachment to it. So I got to keep it. But it's not going in the main sitting area, obviously, because you know it's a light up message board. That's I was fair. gonna say, That's don't fair. we have one of those from the old merch table from the old band? I think we still have it. Yeah, it should be somewhere in your possession. Speaking of old band, that was uh, you guys were in Fallout Boy, right? Wasn't that the <laughs> last group you guys were in? So let, yeah, let's um, let's talk about so what. <laughs> Let's talk about Fallout Boy. No, let's. Uh, yes. <laughs> Take this to your grave was their best record. That's all I have to say. Nick I and could I have, shared. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead, Nick. I could agree with that one hundred percent. I mean, like from under the cork tree was like their best. I think overall, but like, Take This to Your Grave is my jam. That's my fave. Mm-hmm. Well, Nick and I shared a room for a brief moment. Uh, 
during our teenage years er, when early junior year or late sophomore year what album was that had a sheep on it infinity on high had just come out yeah i've seen all of those uh like all the live yeah there was bonus discs and stuff you know how everybody goes through like seasons like you're obsessed with a certain band oh yeah that was my fallout boy phase i was i had pretty much everything i could get my hands on from them i love it Pretty and Punk was like my favorite song because it was the most obscure. Mm, nice. I could totally see that. Yeah. That was before I knew you. That's wild. Oh yeah. But I feel like I knew you through those times. <laughs> we I feel like we were we were probably living similar lives. Oh, no doubt. Just in the north and in the south. Yeah. Well, let's um let, let me uh I don't know what I'm doing here. Let's at least acknowledge the fact uh, that we're doing something here. Uh, this is a uh, the OK Podcast, which is a hilarious title. I love it. <laughs> but it's, it's accurate. Um, it is an OK <clears throat> Podcast, and it's a podcast for the OK. We are the OK. And uh, this is just a monthly thing we'll be doing. You can uh, hang out with us a little more. Uh, or, you know, at all. Like, you're not hanging out with us at all otherwise. Um, and it's just something fun we'll be doing. So our main our main gig is music. Uh, none of us are, are professional podcasters. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Paul's got one in the works, but uh, you know, it's just something we're gonna we're gonna do to hang out. So uh, this is the first one. If you're listening, thank you for uh, for jumping on the the wagon. I don't know the train. Thank you for being a, a part of this early on. Let's establish uh, what this is. Is it a wagon, a train, a car, a truck? It, it really just a rickshaw. <laughs> a rickshaw. <laughs> The okay rickshaw. I was hoping for like a sidecar, but I mean it's cool. The okay sidecar. Um all right, now that's that's well, a band from a like band four years ago. The okay sidecar. <laughs> the okay we sidecar. Have, <laughs> we're in a an unsigned band, it has to be a crappy van. Oh yeah, hands Thank down. You for jumping on the crappy van. Oh man. The like Chevy the family van. The okay Chevy Express. Oh, I love oh. it. So I want to do this. Let's start this way. Not that I'm in charge of this outfit, but you're doing great. Uh, not that I'm driving this crappy van, but <laughs> let's talk about how we all met. Let's do that. So you're you're my brother. Um, yeah. So Nick Nick was there first. Wait, Paul, are you older than Nick? I uh, Nick, how old are you? Uh, twenty eight. Oh uh, yeah, I'm twenty nine. So I guess okay. a little bit. So Paul's Paul was here first. Um, <laughs> the North winds again. <laughs> And uh, Nick is my, I don't know, I'm speaking for you. I'm Nick. Like I'm the older Nick brother. Nick here first, so I, I am Nick's younger brother. And uh, so Nick and I obviously knew each other. Uh, we've been playing music together for a good chunk of time, maybe the better half of uh, seven, eight, maybe nine years. Almost like 10 years now. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Because we started playing my senior year of high school, which was 2010. So, Right. Okay. Wow. 10 years. And uh, we were in an official band, a touring band together for five years uh, called Ocean City. You can go check that out. On Big fan. Big fan. Oh, thanks, Paul. Uh, check it out. Spotify, that sort of thing. And Paul, uh, I guess you, you talk about, I guess you knew Nick. Yeah, Nick right? and Nick I met you. at camp in, what is that, it was summer 2011, I think Yeah, it was? 2011, because it was yeah. after my first year of college. Yeah, and it was my second summer there, so... Yeah, we met, and uh, I think it was maybe the first night of, you know, the big, hey, everybody's here, let's 
figure Let's, out what we're doing. Yeah, we, and it was I like, saw. Yeah, go ahead. It was like training celebration. We were all hanging yeah. out, just like yeah, because we had all finished our like orientation or whatever. Yeah, and I'm. I saw this dude wearing a day to remember b ball shorts, <laughs> and you know had the hair and the gauges, and I'm like, I gotta go talk to this guy. And I was like, dude, I love a day to remember. And then we just started talking about bands, and yeah. then boom. Yeah, and that's that's the way it went. I was literally all right. So the camp that we worked out, it was a whole bunch of like college kids, and most of them were very preppy college kids. Oh yeah, I love a lot of those people. Have near and dear places in my heart, in my heart. But um, they were all like khaki shorts or like Nike shorts and stuff. And then here I am, I've got like cut off skinnies <laughs> and a day to remember basketball shorts and. I was like, I'm not going to fit in at all. And then Paul comes walking and I'm like, hey, <laughs> friend. <laughs> it's and a good so time. fast forward however many years uh, uh, yeah, to last half. year. And Nick and I are on to tour. 18. What's, so it would have been seven years. Last year okay. was 2019. No, 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 no. Was it 2019 that we played? I or was it remember. 2018? Yeah, yeah. No, it was 2019. It was last year. Are you sure? Yeah, last, I promise because it was, it was February. Yeah, it was the weekend before I started my job at Starbucks. That's how I remember. Um, I mean, it seems like this, it's been this forever, is my first it, day, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's new here. It seems like a lot. Like, well, Nick and I had tried to get some stuff going. Yeah, like ever since then, I think I tried to do that one. I was going to uh, church play thing, and yeah, toward the sun. I was going to hook you into that. Yep. And then you tried to get me to come down to that church plant, and then it was yep. just here and there. We were like, hey, let's do a show together, and it never happened until you guys called me, and right. got and better. So we, uh, we had a show with Ocean City that was in Youngstown, Ohio. and Nice area. Which the is way that, a couple light years away from where we all live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so Nick and I live in uh, close to Louisville, Kentucky, and Paul, you live up I'm right outside Detroit, Michigan. So yeah, so not close. No one was close to Youngstown, and the other guys in the band, uh, we had scheduled the date, and it had been kind of a maybe the whole time. So the other two guys ended up not being able to to be there, and we're like, oh, we can't, can't. We've got this date, you know. Nick and I are like, well, maybe we could just do some acoustic, and then Nick's like, I think I know a guy. We could at least get some <laughs> drums going. And I was like, okay, I'd, I've never heard of you knowing another drummer <laughs> until this point. And so, uh, to, to me, I was still in that management perspective of like, oh, this is going to be a disaster. We didn't practice. We practiced at Soundcheck just briefly, like one song. <laughs> so the first thing I see of Paul, we're in this coffee shop. We grab some coffee. And, you know, it's, you know, it's obvious from the start, from my perspective, that you know what you're doing. You know, it's not like you're just yeah. going into something you have no clue how to do. But then we get there to Soundcheck. I don't even remember what song we played, but you just killed it. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I was like, I'd never I'd never been in a, a group. I don't know how to phrase that. Yeah, I'll be honest. I, I'd never been in a situation where I wrote the song and then, well, we wrote the song, the band wrote it, and then someone else learned the part and then just replayed the part perfectly for the song. Like, it was such a crazy thing to me. Yeah, I'll be completely honest. I purposefully, because I've I've got some of Paul's catalog on my phone. I purposefully didn't show you any of it, just <laughs> just to build the suspense. I mean, Connor 
Connor in Ocean City was it, it still is a fantastic drummer. Um, and so I was kind of spoiled to his playing. I was like, there's no way that this random dude's just going to be able to fill in. And then Paul, they were like, hey, check check the whole kit, the sound guy. And Paul just throws in, I'm assuming, something fairly basic. And I was like, oh, crap, this dude can play. For this those of you just listening stuff. to audio, Zach just oh, made yeah. the most ridiculous <laughs> just saw a raccoon face. Yeah, the raccoon, just saw a raccoon face. That's a new addition to my, my facial expression repertoire. Dude, it's a good one. Oh, thanks. So then, um, you know, fast forward again, however many months, uh, that tour was kind of the the swan song for Ocean City. It kind of broke the band. Um, we're not going to dwell on that too much in this this podcast. It, it wasn't, um, it wasn't really Ocean City ended and the OK started. Those two things happened sequentially, but they weren't, uh, you know, cause and effect. Um, Nick and I spent a good good chunk of time not playing any music, not being a part of any project, and. Finally got this started, and then we purposefully oh, like because it was the end of the year or something like that, and we purposefully did not even talk to each other about ideas. Yeah, I remember nothing like that was the rule. Like, don't talk. We didn't talk shop at all. Yeah, Nick, you're a you're a very um, sketch based musician. I think if I'm not like completely yeah. mistaken, I, that. I like to use that term a lot. Yeah, you'll um, you'll send me like random tracks. I'm like, what's that even for? You're like, I don't know. I just made it. It's just uh, <laughs> I made this instrumentation. Just maybe I got this riff or something. Whereas I am, I'm either completely off or I'm completely on. I'm either writing songs or I'm not doing squat. So uh, Nick was like, Hey, I wrote this thing. Maybe we could. And I'm like, Don't talk to me about it. <laughs> you know, like we're on the off season right now. Don't talk to me. And so when the OK got started, you know, you can go back. We have got a blog on the website. Um, kind of me explaining how things got started and i'm sure you'll find out more of the okay lore right as we go on <laughs> but once we finally got started nick and i were kind of faced with you know do we do this on our own and then once again we we're like well we know the <laughs> we know paul and uh it, it's kind of cool you know like um just a whole new formula for the okay and it felt it was weird because honestly i didn't know you paul at all yeah, Nick. I guess knew you some from camp, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like you guys were best friends. And well, we worked we at two different campuses for that. Yeah, that camp. Two different <laughs> camps that were under the same umbrella. We had like two weeks to like actually hang, and then yeah, he stayed at the camp we did the training at, and I went to the other one. And I mean, we maybe communicated a couple times throughout the summer because we were both in the worship bands. But I think I maybe saw you like once. Later that year, one time I was in Kentucky or something, but yeah, it's yeah. oh no no no. We had that uh uh. It was during the fall when we were supposed to be recruiting for next summer. Oh yeah, and they threw together like an all star band. Yeah yeah, and we both got we were picked for that team. Yeah, that time they didn't pay us. I think we should um, <laughs> change the name of the band to the All Stars. Is that taken? Uh I don't know. We'll find out. And so, Nick. And I and Paul, I don't think that was the right syntax for that cluster of people, but the three Just of us keep it going. <laughs> played an amazing show. Uh, at least it <clears throat> felt amazing to us. Let me phrase it that way. And then we ate some delicious pierogi pizza. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> Which, so dude, let's, let's just talk good. about how Westside yeah. Bowl in Youngstown, Ohio, if you ever get a chance, just grab any other pizza. 
Oh, so yeah. And let's good. let's talk about how the the owner, the guy that was running the place, was just like the <laughs> coolest dude ever. I oh, love that place, awesome. man. That is, I've played a lot of places, and that is top three. I'm just gonna put it out there, top three, no doubt. If we ever get used to or get rid of this COVID thing, we should all just we should plan that as our first show. Just go back to Westside Bowl. Oh, Westside Bowl, one hundred percent down. Get some, but uh, so after that point, we we're like, hey, Paul will be in touch if we ever. Uh, you know, need a fill in or if you got something for us or if, if you want to just jam. But the next time Heck we got yeah. in touch with him was uh, kind of informally, formally offering him a spot in the OK. And so here we are. Which is great because after, you know, Ocean City called it quits, I was like, all right. I'm not trying to be selfish here, but I really hope they do something else. <laughs> and I remember like trying like to throw that to, to you guys, like, brothers. "Hey, so what's next?" And you're like, "Well, we're gonna take a break." And I was like, "Ah, oh, all right." And there were times <laughs> I had to fight so hard not to text you guys, and be like, "So are we gonna start something?" Because I'm totally down. So like, it's something that we haven't talked about yet, but there was actually a point because Zach and I, when we came out of that break, we started talking about like, "Okay, well, I've started playing with this style of music, or I'm listening to this band. Let's try to maybe." follow that and try to see if we can put our own spin on things and then as we were like developing this idea and this project i was like we should talk to paul and zach was like yeah we should get things fleshed out a little bit more i'm like yeah you're right and it was like the next day you sent us that text (laughs) and zach was like we should talk to paul and i was like now we need to we need to flesh things out a little bit more the progression went from Maybe when we get things rolling and we're like touring with this project, we'll see if Paul wants to tour with us. Then it became, well, let's just tell him we're doing it. And then it became, well, let's not say anything until. Are you guys getting a funky sound? Yeah. No. Oh, I was. I got a little bit of like a glitch. That was strange. And then it became, well, let's not tell him anything unless we can pay him. <laughs> and then it became. <laughs> then it became. Then it became. Screw it. Let's just get him in the band and figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, Zach, you and I talked that one time. I was driving down to a gig in South Carolina, and we had kind of talked just to touch base, and I was, like, trying not to be like, yo, I want in. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll try to, like, all right, I want to give these guys time. But, yeah, because that show, when we, the three of us did, you know, that Ocean City show in, uh, well, yeah, Westside Bowl. Man, it was you play with so many different musicians, you know, that's part of like being a musician and trying to find, you know, the band that, that works or wants the same thing you do. And, you know, sometimes it's like, Oh yeah, the gig went well. And sometimes it's like, man, probably won't play with this group again. And sometimes it's like, this just works. This is awesome. And it, I felt that man, that was good. And I was at a point where I didn't even think I was going to really try and keep pursuing music right before you guys had me fill in that show. Just cause well, I had been going through some crazy life stuff and just music was kind of, you know, not going well. And I mean, that show really sparked a lot for me, just wanting to get back into it. And so it's it was, you know, life saving in a way. Wow. Well, I'm glad. Uh, glad we gave you a call. That's awesome. You know, no pressure. <laughs> but yeah. So what are we doing now? What's a uh... Zoom call? Yeah, <laughs> Zoom call. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> um, what do you guys? How are you guys staying sane? What do you? Um, what have you been doing during quarantine? Uh, well, Nick's got kids, so I'm sure he's busy. 
Yeah, that's actually who I was waving at. They just got home. They were taking we we actually as a family took nightly drives and stuff and just kind of like explored. Um, oh, cool. And then I've been making music on my laptop because um, with having kids in the house, I can't really plug in a whole bunch of amps and just rip on a guitar. Um, so that's that's not that's not fair to everybody in the house. Um, <laughs> and then I learned how to cook. Like, oh, what? Yeah. All right. I've made, I got it. I, like I've made making? dinner almost every night. Well, tonight I made uh I made just burgers with uh poutine instead of just regular fries. Oh, I'm so proud of you, <laughs> Paul. What about you? What are you doing? Uh, uh eating a lot. Um, I well, see, it's weird because I thought quarantine was really gonna like change my diet, and it. My parents and I were talking about this tonight at dinner. It's been wonderful we've been eating so good like i had prime rib before we got on this call and it was incredible so i just you know food has been keeping me sane because it's just been so good there's this meat market that my brother got me hooked on and it's absolutely fantastic we're losing Uh, we're losing your video feed man says the connection's bad it just got really excited about oh about meat Oh man! All right, hold on. Oh it's dang! Still not- oh, there it is. Now it's back. All right, that there you are. Like a comedy awesome. sketch. You like started ranting about meat, and then the next time we heard <laughs> from you, it was like absolutely fantastic. <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh man! The vegan awesome. police must be listening in. <laughs> That's what it is. Hear yeah, my uh, rant about prime rib. This is crazy, but I went like full uh, keto diet. I'm proud of you. Quarantine man. started, and uh, I I have not kept it a hundred percent, but. Yeah, no joke. When you stop by the house to drop off that pedal board, which we social distance for, you dropped it at Good the safe. end of the driveway. I and did. I, went I and didn't got come it. near you. <laughs> um, you have lost like twenty pounds. Uh, yeah, I'm at I'm at thirty pounds lost right now. That's great, man. Good for you. So when people are like, "Man, the lead singer, the OK looks uh looks good," just know I used to be much heavier. He looks like that singer from the from Ocean City, just a lot skinnier. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What's uh, there was some random comedian. I hate to not give him credit for his joke, uh, but he had a. I won't even tell it. But Nate Bargatze. Like, pretend was that him? Yeah, yeah it's got to be. Just say like, that I, you lost I just more say weight I used than to be four hundred really... pounds or whatever. Yep. He said. Yep. <laughs> uh, I love Nate Bargatze. He's hilarious. Uh, shout out to Nate. But uh, Nate, bring us on tour. All right, carry on. Yeah, I've been trying to, uh, you know, obviously write songs uh, through this whole thing, but my job's keeping me super busy. It's not uh, not one of the businesses that is essential, so we don't have any uh, patrons, if you will. But uh, still have to do the things that we do behind the scenes, and so I feel like I just go to work and then come home. <laughs> yeah, it's been the whole, this whole quarantine. Normal life. Yeah, yeah. normal life. Other than I've just been brought back for non-essential but social distanced work, so I'm having to do minimal schedule right now. So that's taken away from my cooking lessons. Darn man! <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, not working, so it's been great, dude. I've been getting all the stuff done. But yeah, I I bought a loop pack the other day, so I've been messing with loops. Been working on some '80s junk. It's been super fun. Yeah, you sent us the most sick. The most 80s track I have heard 
so far? What's fun yeah. is you, I yes. didn't get to hear it because you sent it through email, and I don't check my email very often. And uh, right. when I clicked on the link, it said this file is no longer available. Oh, like, that's because oh, I had already fine. done an updated one. I'll resend oh, it to you. But yeah, anyway, I think, yeah. I think people could describe our sound as the okay as as 80s. New wave. Yeah. New wave. You know, not necessarily. People, people aren't going to say this is an 80s band. But no, the track that you made was the most decidedly 80s track I've heard <laughs> in a good chunk of time. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Sorry, there's a gnat. I don't know how a gnat got in my office, but... Oh, he's not social oh, distancing. Man. Can't be doing that. You it's can't bad. be doing that. Hey, it- so... Oh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Our governor says that down oh. in Kentucky. He says you can't be doing that. You can't be that, doing that. That's great. It's like a catchphrase. I was just curious. What inspired the the new wave influence with the OK? Oh, gosh. So, um, so it was actually when we... I think my first influence of it was when we were first recorded the uh, the something about distance EP for Ocean City. Um, I started playing around with chorus pedals and stuff, mm. and then like that just led into me wanting to hear more source material. Like I yeah. wanted to hear more '80s guitarists and and stuff like that. And then Zach, a couple years down the road, found. Uh, a band that he and I are both just nuts about called The Night Game, um, which is uh, Martin Johnson, who used to be in Boys Like Girls, and he's a phenomenal producer. Sweet. has a, uh, a project that he kind of... Um, I don't even know if they're under a label or anything, but he's able to pour his like heart and soul and like fine-tune every aspect about it. And they're, they're heavily 80s-influenced, um, cool. I wouldn't say that they sound new wave or even as synthy as, as some of our stuff does. But I think that was like personally what got me into it. Yeah, I think the vibe, honestly, not to sound like we we were trying to rip off of the night game, but I realized after getting into his first album that it was more about the mood of it. You know, it wasn't necessarily that it was a more vintage sound. It was that he was like, okay. Martin Johnson writes a lot of pop hits. He's one of those guys that started producing when Boys Like Girls, you know, went on hiatus or broke up or whatever they actually did. Oh, look at this. Did you guys get this pop-up? How'd you do that? Running nice. out of time. We've removed. All right. Thanks, Zoom. <laughs> Love it. Um, it gave so, us extra minutes? That's great. Yeah, they gave us extra minutes. It's like we, you know, pay phoned or something. <laughs> Apparently they like it. So... You know, it's like he saw what pop music was, and he said, I'm not doing that. He was just like, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm going to go to the studio. You know, like there's the the uh, urban legend that he like turned off the radio and didn't listen to any radio for however long it took him to record the album. Dang. I just felt like that was something, you know, like you guys, your music background seems similar in a way, but mine's very poppy. Like, I really like pop music, and I, I strove when I was in high school to be a pop musician, but the more I see what it's about, the more I'm like, well, you can use those elements and make something not so conformist. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that, that was really the, the point behind it. Also, when Nick showed me what the um, solid-state Roland amps could do, 
with the chorusy awesomeness on the guitar, I was like, that's what I've been trying to play this whole time on this AC-15. And it, this is the sound that you are, uh, I could have done this way long, you know, way See, earlier. Solid state Roland amps. It's the JC-120, man. The jazz chorus series. Yeah. So it's the, the amp that um, uh, Andy Summers from The Police used for oh, a lot dang. of his tones. That's sweet. Yeah. A lot of people have used it. Uh, believe like uh, all the clean tones that Metallica was famous for, from like "And Justice for All," all those real shimmery, yeah, guitar tones. That's those are JC one twenties. Dang. Um, they're just I don't know. There is a lot of like taste wise on on the like the sound curation for the OK. It's a lot of classic. Um. 80s and early 90s vibed guitars. I like it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, you, guys, you can't you can't call out AC15 and not call out JC120. Right. Well, I've got the JC40. Well, it's the same same circuit. Yeah, same it's thing, just your, pretty much. Just not as heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, it's funny. The the JC forty is literally like a shoebox compared to my behemoth of an amp. Can you guys hear my dog? Yeah, a little bit. It was yeah. adorable. Yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> I thought she. I was hoping she'd be pretty quiet for this, and she's a dog. You know, dogs like to bark. So not mine. <laughs> Lizzie's oh. more like a cat, anyways. That's the funny thing. I've got I've got two dogs. One's in the office with me right now, making no noise. The other one is out in the other room. Making as much noise as possible. Dogs. Hey, you guys, you guys, you guys cover this. I'll be right back. Oh, all right, all right. Hey, so when when Zach just said pop music, I was curious. Do either of you listen to Mariana's Trench? Uh, not as much as I should, admittedly. You, yeah, I'm not as familiar with them as I should be, but I, yeah, I do. Have you heard Pop Music 101? I've not. Okay, you need to. Zach needs to as well. It's so great. They basically just make fun of how pop songs work, but yet in doing so, they wrote a really great pop song. It's wonderful. That's great. So, like, no joke. The the Zach is talking about like, um. So growing up, we used to listen. There's a local radio station. Um, um. Not even. 98.3, 98.3, I think, is their call sign. I don't know. Or is what are you there, guys talking about? Uh, we're talking about Quixie, WQXE. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's, it's basically just like a top 40 station. Okay. But then they've also flavored themselves. They've got uh, hits from the 80s, 90s. It's it's yeah. really just like modern popular music. Gotcha. Um, with throwback popular music. And that's kind of what Zach cut his teeth on musically. And then... I, uh, he, out of my first CD collection, got a copy of How to Save a Life by The Fray. Mm. And whether he'll admit it or not, that's when you could start actually seeing the wheels turn in his head. And he just started, like, consuming music and, like, shaping his own songwriting and everything. It's cool. Yeah, I wanted to be Isaac Slade. With just hair. with more hair. <laughs> um, that's that's great. No, I I mean 
I think for the first little bit, I thought, you know, we could, uh, I thought, you know, my own music would sound like the fray since I liked the fray so much, but you know, you guys get it when you start actually making music, it kind of sounds like it sounds. You yeah. can be very intentional, but it's not going to sound like you want it to. It's going to sound like it actually sounds. Yeah. Like some of the stuff that even influences you for a time when you're writing a bunch doesn't necessarily even sound like the stuff you were listening to, but it still inspired you to make what you made. Yeah. Right. It's a crazy yeah, thing. I love yeah. it. Hey, what are you guys listening to right now? Like what's a track or an album or artist or whatever? What are you into? Oh, man. Um, oh, um, let's, do, let's do one. Like let's something you just or maybe two. Just a cluster of uh there's this band my friend just showed me. They're actually from Michigan, but like way, way upper peninsula. I think they're in Marquette. Uh they're called Charmer. Okay. They're like uh emo, kinda somewhat pop punkish sounding, but super stinking great. Just put out a new record and it's wonderful. Right on. So I like the last thing that I added to my library was uh rolled down window by oh, John come the on, Ghost. So mine. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That's the last thing I added. Oh, so Hold good. on, let me see if I can come up. You talk about that one, I'll find something else. Okay, fair enough. I am like a fanboy of the main. I don't uh, so I don't know why, but I had always loved their their Christmas EP from back in the day, if you will. But I never listened to their actual you know, music that they had. And I ended up, my first sampling of the main was uh, Lovely Little Lonely. And that album is perfect the entire way through. <laughs> I'm serious. It's probably my favorite album of all time. Like, it's incredible. Dang. Then I found out, you know, I started doing a deep dive. Uh, John, well, John, what's his name? O'Callaghan, is that his name? John, the lead singer, has his own project called John the Ghost. He's got a great EP and then just released a new single. That one is I think, I don't know, I think I would still like it for sure, even if I wasn't such a fanboy. Yeah. Is that the song you sent me the other day? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, yeah, that was good. Yeah, because I had oh. to send him a text. I was like, I know this voice. Is that is that yeah. the guy from the main? Oh, he's, his voice is like tormentedly beautiful. It's so good. I feel like I have this, Um. I don't know, I feel like I have, I don't, it doesn't matter. My voice is not like as as broken and flawed as I, I mean, it's flawed, but it's not, you know what I'm saying? I wish it had a little more age and character to it. Grit. Yeah. Well, smoke and age. Yeah. And start smoking fine. cigarettes. I, I made this, uh, not like a promise or a whatever, but I, I realized as someone who makes music, if I put out something on Instagram or Facebook or whatever that, you know, Hey, take, take a listen to this. If you're just stumbling upon it, I would, hope that people would listen so i've tried to as i run into bands on instagram or facebook or something like that to actually listen if they've got music attached to it yeah and so i've been uh sending you guys stuff in the group chat i ran into this okay okay by hoko mm -hmm. or i guess it could be h-o-k-o since it's okay okay but uh i don't know that they're gonna be one of my favorite bands but that one has such a crazy like i was like oh okay i see what's going on here yeah so Nick, what what's your sorry I No, you're good. demanded that you hand over the one that I suggested. <laughs> um so I guess like my, I made that uh playlist that I shared with you of just 80s jams. 
Oh. I, I literally started like an ongoing playlist of if it came out between, and this was just to kind of get source material, like I said before, if it came out between 80 and 89, it goes on that playlist oh, if sweet. I like it. Like yeah. if it, if I like that song, it goes on there. I don't care who it's by. And there's a band called Red Rockers. Um, and they've got a song called China and it's on an album called Good as Gold. Yeah. Just like that, Zach. Sorry. Oh man. Um, but that. like that's like a go to album for me right now. Um, so I've got a bunch of stuff that I listen to. Like today I was listening to some throwback, um, alternative music. I was listening to Automatic Love Letter. Oh man. Brings yeah. me back. Old oh, who's stuff. that guy? Who did you... You sent me a link to somebody. Who was that guy? Oh, dude, Aaron Gillespie. Yes. Yeah. He's in, oh, like, all the bands. He's he's my hero. Apparently. Like, oh, my goodness. You guys both do this to me. You will send me something or say, oh, yeah, you know that band or that song. I'm like, never heard of it. <laughs> and you go, ah, quit playing around. You know the song. And I'm like, all right, well, uh, let me look. Let me see. <laughs> And I'll go to listen to it, and nope, doesn't ring a bell in any way. And you guys are like, are you kidding? That's like such a famous. And I'm like, nope, have no clue. Yeah, man. He's got like, he's got a couple <laughs> killer worship albums. Um, He's got his, his solo stuff is very much like. Oh, so good, dude. Out of like, the Badlands was amazing. Right. What, so what was the actual name of that? You sent, it was like a band. He was in a so, band, but it the, the almost, almost solo project. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I was trying to think of the name. Yeah, oh, that's he, one of those two thousands bands you have to know. Oh yeah, man! Southern Weather changed the world. Uh, maybe it just maybe to you. So I liked the album. I feel like I I was not a <laughs> like I didn't know the album, but I did listen through it, and I enjoyed the the arrangement of it. It wasn't my style, yeah, music wise, but um. Very talented guy, you know. You can tell just oh yeah, because that's a relatively early album. I kind of listened to some more tracks coming up toward the current year. But um, do you think that maybe the idea of Southern weather is enticing to you, Paul? Because you've never you've never experienced long stretches of Southern, <laughs> of southern weather. weather. I knew that's where you yeah, were going. Man. I knew it one hundred percent. I wanted okay, to take see, time getting there. I don't think that's fair though, because I lived in Kentucky for. A year. Oh, fair. Okay. But but then I lived in South Carolina for like almost two, and everyone in South Carolina said I didn't really live in the South until I lived there because Kentucky apparently yeah, it's that's the thing arguable. is to you. Um, what's what's the correct term for a Michiganian? Uh, Michigander. Michigander. Yeah. Wings fan. To you, <laughs> you watch your mouth. <laughs> to you, it sounds like we're from the deep south, like we don't wear shoes or whatever. But Kentucky, to everyone in Kentucky, is unless they have some kind of attachment to the South or the Confederacy or something weird like that. Yeah, Kentucky is like such a neutral. We don't really ever think about being Southern or Northern. We're just like and east. Then people are like, yeah, oh, Kentucky from the South, huh? We're like, oh, um, I sure. guess so. Sure. Yeah, sure. Is, so I, I just looked this up recently and I could I think I was surprised where Kentucky was. Like the Midwest or like that the sort of stuff. Of, like where it is on the map? Well no, like what it what category it gets put in. Like, you know, Michigan's sure. the Midwest, Ohio, Indiana. You know, uh, I, I don't think I could pick out Michigan on the map. I think I would take a good guess. I know some of them some of the states it's not. It's got a whole lake, man. It's got its we own. We got lake. a lot of lakes. 
But anyway, <laughs> Michigan's great. So, how are we going to uh, let's um let's talk a little bit before this thing gets ridiculously long and out of hand. How <laughs> what what can people expect from us? What is coming up from the OK? Um, so we've actually set up uh, three recording stations in three different locations so that we can record our EP during quarantine whoop, whoop. without breaking the laws. Yeah. Um, so that'll be the next thing is we're all um, putting in the footwork and taking some time, making sure that everything sounds right for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know about you guys in Michigan, but literally the Kentucky... I don't know if there's a trans the ter- transportation cabinet or the transit authority or whatever that I think transit authorities for trains. Anyway, whoever is in charge of you know interstate travel uh, has literally anyone who has to come in for like funerals or things like that. They're like, come to your event, get back in your car, and go home. Like they're wow. not allowing people to <laughs> to come to Kentucky. Dang. So, yeah, we're not we're able to uh, to meet up. Um. Which is good. You're supposed to be staying home, right? So, yeah. But yes, yeah, so we we're definitely uh, the the EP is on the way. We've got the track listing pretty much solidified, unless things change. We've got the you know the scratch recordings shipped over to Paul, and uh, Paul is next on the list of uh, of recording. So, got a couple pieces of gear floating around in the mail. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, I'm so excited. But yeah. So I guess that's what's next. That's what yeah, the EP, people can expect. People should, yeah. should expect that. And then some social media stuff, man. You know, we got the the blogs we're going to be doing, uh, other random posts, you know, podcasts. Oh, yeah. So ways for people to stay in touch and get to know us a little more. Yep. Yeah. No, this was ideally not the way, admittedly, like I wanted to introduce the OK to the world. You know, you, you dream of very intentional you want to be intentional with with the the premiere right you want your your album or your single to to kind of accompany your debut into the world but this was our plan the whole time was to to introduce the okay to the world around this time and you know the schedule got kind of wonky there with with COVID-19 but you know this is still good it's different it's not what we planned but it is the new plan. So mm-hmm. I think this could be cool, just getting to know, rather letting people get to know us uh, ahead well, of time. We had talked about it a little bit the other day, but I mean, it kind of gives us an opportunity to, going back to the bands that we were talking about earlier, a lot of the MySpace scene, yeah, where a lot of it was, like there weren't a lot of local music venues and things. Like they played in church basements and Knights of Columbus halls and stuff like that. But like a lot of their footwork was done on early um on myspace and early facebook and like they got all their fans and built their community online and just by word of mouth which is kind of what we're forced to do now like right and i think that's a great way to 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 kind of get people in in on what the okay is so the okay the the whole premise is that you know it's not an overly inventive name but there's so much that could could make you think you're not okay, just to put it simply. You know, you could be going through some some tough stuff, but everything is okay, you know? And so what I've always liked about the name the okay is, it, is it's like an okay is, you know, a, you can give someone the okay or you can, you can be okay. But if you are okay, you're part of the okay, as in the group 
that is specified as the ones that are okay. And so, you know, whether or not the language makes sense or not, if you're about this, then you're one of the okay too. So, you know, I, I yeah. like this in the sense that it's not going to be, here's our music, take it or leave it, we're going on tour. It's, here's us, we are the okay, and you have an opportunity to be the okay as well. Love it. Does that make any sense? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, it makes perfect sense, dude. Oh, I, I was taking it in, man, because I, I, I love that idea, you know? That's one of the reasons I was, you know, pumped to be in this with you guys is I know you're not just like, oh, let's do this band and hear what it is. Like, you put that thought and that care and, like, you know, think about how it's just going to impact people. How can we get people involved with this? How we can, how can we be in this together? And I think that's really good, man. Good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad my uh, ranting's making some sense. <laughs> so, you guys have anything super interesting to parting words or anything? Uh, no, so I've been really sipping LaCroix for like the past hour. I need to try not to burp into the microphone. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh gosh. Oh uh, man, I don't. I wish I had something big and epic to say, but as my favorite songwriter says, "Love is the groove in which we move." <laughs> All right, Who's, I'm out. Who says that, Paul? It's from a share song. I just want you to say it out loud. <laughs> Uh, All right, I really, so, I really do like that song, though. I'm not gonna lie. So, share, um, bring us on tour. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll add share to the 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 liner notes here. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the okay. This is us. We are the okay. Uh, thanks for tuning into our first podcast episode, everybody. Uh, we really do appreciate all those who have already expressed interest in what we're doing. People that are in anticipation of of what's coming next. Please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you know, the channel's there. Subscribe to the channel. And uh, keep an eye out. Like like Nick said or Paul said, I don't remember who said it earlier, but we do have a blog coming out every Monday. Mm-hmm. Just a quick uh, quick look at what we're doing as a band, and then these podcasts will drop on the last Monday of every month. So uh, hopefully we, uh, we hear from you before then. Feel free to send us a message or anything like that. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as at We Are The Okay. We also have a website, wearetheok.com. And uh, for uh, fear of being redundant, we are the okay. And so uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Guys, I'll stop the recording, and then uh, I guess I'll keep talking to you, but it's the end of the podcast. All right, I'm going to stop. Let me hit stop. All right, thanks, everybody.